Hi, I'm Katie, and I've been an educator for over 20 years, from paraprofessional to 10 years as a classroom teacher, to principal to district administrator, I've done it all. Being an educator right now is challenging, to say the least. No matter the role, we can find ourselves overwhelmed and stressed out. I've been there, and I found the secret to a work-life balance that improved my life. Join me in discovering simple secrets that will help you step away from the noise and improve your life. Welcome back, amazing educators. Thank you for joining me again today. You know, we're getting close to the end of another year, which is always unbelievable to me. I always stop and think, wow, how can it be that another entire year has passed? Uh, and what I really like to do at the end of the year is to review my goals, uh, because really at the end of a year, that really is the time to assess my progress and think about what I want to do in the future, kind of gauge what I've done already, how I've done it, uh, what I still want to work on in those areas, or things that I'm ready to set that aside and say, yes, I've achieved that goal and start to create something new. So I thought it would be a great time for me to walk through uh, with you a process uh, that you can use to review your goals at the end of the year and maybe start thinking about what you want to do for the next year. And so the first thing that I think about is reflecting on the achievements. So focusing again on that positive, like not going straight to the what didn't I do, but what did I do? Even if it was that 1% change, remember, it doesn't have to be big, giant changes. We want to remember to celebrate our progress all along the way. So where were you able to celebrate a success? make sure you're acknowledging that achievement because that really boosts our motivation and gives us like that uh, sense of fulfillment in what we're doing. And again, this doesn't have to be big, giant, gnarly, ambitious goals. This could be something very simple and uh, something that you just wanted to change and was one step towards that big goal. Remember, big goals are made up of little tiny goals. Celebrate those every single one of those goals. And then also, we want to evaluate any unfinished pieces that we have. So what didn't we achieve? And kind of look at the reasons behind them. Were our goals unrealistic? A lot of times we make, again, those big, gnarly goals that really are a little unrealistic. We have to chunk those down into more realistic goals. So just analyze that. Is that a piece of why the goal didn't um, get achieved. What about your priorities? Did your priorities change? So thinking about as we're moving through, understanding why certain goals were not met helps us refine future goals. Then we want to assess our process. So what strategies did we use? What actions did you take that were helping you work towards your goal? This is where we get to figure out what worked, and what didn't work and why, right? So this evaluation can help you tweak and refine your approach for better outcomes in the future. So thinking about, okay, so I didn't quite make it here. Here's what I noticed. Here's a way that I think, again, 
think about our ABCs, aware, breaking down barriers, creating new habits. Even in reviewing goals, that's a piece of it. So what was it that made it that I didn't reach that goal? What were the, either the barriers or the, the reasons why I need to make some refinements and then make those refinements? So then it's just adjusting or setting new goals. So as we look and, you know, reflect on our goals and our assessment of those goals, we need to look at, do we, is there something we just need to adjust? Is this goal just need to be adjusted or are we going to completely set new ones? And, you know, then we can decide how we want to make those achievable, how we want to make them relevant how we want to, you know, look at what is our timeline? Does there need to be a timeline for this? So as we're doing that, then we can think about, okay, so now let's create an action plan. What, what do I want to do to move forward? And how do I want to do that? All of this is helping us review our personal growth. Everything is an opportunity for learning. Right. Uh, again, even when we don't meet our goals or the goals are not finished yet or we didn't quite meet our timeline, please, please, please don't look at that as failure. Look at that as a learning opportunity. There's always something that we've learned from this. How did it give us something new that we found out about ourselves? How did it contribute to our overall improvement. Just because I haven't completed a goal doesn't mean there were little steps along the way that I have successfully completed and I am a different person from when I started these goals. Document that review. I can't stress this enough. When you're doing this assessment of your goals for the year, write down your reflections, write down the assessments, write down what your revised goals are. Because what that's going to do for you is it gives you that documented record that's going to help you track progress. And we'll talk more as we get into the new year about journaling and how we use journaling to help us move towards our goal and staying accountable and comparing what we want to do in the future. But for right now, write down your assessment and then celebrate and reward yourself. Please, please, please acknowledge that hard work and dedication you put into pursuing your goals. Make sure you're treating yourself to something really great as a way to acknowledge your efforts. You know, it, it doesn't have to be anything big. It doesn't have to be, you know, taking a trip or anything. But just even looking in the mirror and saying, you know what, you worked really hard and here are your results because you worked that hard. Look in your eyes when you do that congratulate yourself. Think about all the things that you had to do differently to get you to where you are here now. Because something I really, really, really want to point out is when we're reviewing our goals, we want to do it without judgment. We need to do it with compassion, with openness, with focusing on the learning rather than the self-criticism. And we've talked about that a lot. How do we put on that scientist lab coat and really look at it objectively and as a way of learning versus the judge's robe where we just come down with a verdict, you know, we were either good or we failed. 
because that doesn't help us move forward. It's always interesting to me, some people, and and even people that I know and, and love dearly, think that they are motivating themselves by being a judge and really, you know, pointing out to themselves how all the ways that they failed and where they need to do better. I'm going to tell you, our brains are wired to avoid that. Our brains are wired to avoid fear and judgment. So when we do that to ourselves, it is the number one way that we end up quitting and not doing anything. So make sure as you're reviewing all of these amazing things you've accomplished this year, practice that self-compassion. You know, treat yourself kindly. Know that not meeting every goal doesn't mean you're a failure. Setbacks and challenges are part of the learning process. As educators, we know this. We want to focus on the learning. Again, like I just said, embrace that mindset of curiosity and growth. Don't dwell on what wasn't achieved. Focus on what you've learned from the experience and how you're going to use that to guide you forward because time continues. It's what we do with it that makes the difference. Another piece I really want you to think about, and I've talked about this before, using neutral language. When we are evaluating our goals, we want to use neutral and objective language. We want to to look at the facts without attaching that label of success or failure. This is data. The data is telling us something. What is it telling us? What are we going to learn for it from it? And what do we need to continue doing or do differently to achieve uh, the ultimate goal that we're looking for? And part of that neutral language, what that helps us do is separate our actions from our self-worth. Remember, our actions and goals don't define our worth as a person. Especially if we didn't achieve goals, it doesn't diminish or value, devalue our capabilities right? It, it, we are who we are, and we're creatures who can learn and grow. And there's no timeline. There's no right way to do things. There's no wrong way to do things. The, well, actually, the only wrong thing we can do is quit and give up. But even that is teaching us something if we think about it. And then we can go back to it. Even if we've quit something, it doesn't mean we can't start again. I mean, I think about that in my own journey with weight loss. Oh my goodness. How many times did I start and quit and start and quit and start and quit until I found something that worked really, really well? So even even quitting is not really the end of our journey if we don't let it be. Then we want to embrace those mistakes as learning opportunities. That's another way to really review things without judgment. View those setbacks as opportunities for growth. Analyze what went wrong without assigning blame or judgment. We just can say, hey, even though this happened, this was a valuable lesson for improvement because here's what I learned. And here's what it's done for me. Because of this, I can now know this. It's a great way to reframe that negativity when you feel yourself starting to self-judge, to self-loathe, to just be able to shift it and say, hey, what can I learn from this? And here's because of this, now I know this. 
And then mindfulness, right? Staying present and aware during this process. This is what I'm talking about all the time. Awareness is key. Making sure that we acknowledge the thoughts and feelings, right? It's not that we're suppressing these feelings that come. We're not. We're going to allow those feelings to exist, but what we're not going to allow is for them to drive self-criticism and self-judgment and self-loathing. That is not what we're going to do with those thoughts. We can be disappointed. You know, there are times where I haven't met goals and I'm disappointed. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with being disappointed in yourself. The, the, what's, what becomes problematic is when we take that disappointment and we use it as a bat to beat ourselves over the head. That is not what is helpful to us. We can be disappointed and say, oh, drats, I really thought that this is what, where I was going to be at this point or here's what I was going to accomplish by this point in time. And I didn't. And that's okay. And here's what I'm going to do next because of that. And sometimes, like I said before, when we were talking about how we evaluate those unfinished goals, if the goals were unrealistic, then how do we now set realistic expectations? Because those of us who are recovering perfectionists will know very clearly that often we set these very unrealistic expectations for ourselves. And in the moment, we think it's what we should be doing. We should be able to do these things. But the, the, um, the marker that I use is I think about my adult children. Would I expect my daughter to be able to do these things? Would I think that was reasonable, a reasonable expectation? And if the answer is yes, great. Okay, then I have myself a, a, re a realistic goal. But if the answer is no then I'm going to really kind of reflect and say, okay, why is that the case that I would think if my daughter was making this goal, I would think, oh, wow, that's kind of unrealistic. And then again, reflect, does that mean that's unrealistic for me? And I will tell you nine and a half times out of 10, the answer is going to be yes. Right? We don't want to set ourselves up for unnecessary pressure and disappointment because we've had unrealistic or overly ambitious goals. You can have that big ambitious goal, absolutely, but you need to set markers for how you get there. Remember when we talked about the staircase and the steps that we would take to get to that ideal state at the top? This is what I'm talking about. You can still have that big goal, but you have to set yourself some realistic markers along the way that become those mini goals that work towards that ultimate goal. You can work towards an ultimate goal, but please set yourself some um, realistic marker goals. And then we want to focus on progress. We have to celebrate. I can't say that enough. Celebrate the progress you've made. Even if you haven't got to the top of that staircase and achieved every goal, recognize the effort you've put into it, the dedication that you've had to have to make this work, the steps forward you've taken. Do that for yourself. And often if you have, you know, um, people that you can um seek feedback from or that can provide cr uh, constructive criticism and encouragement that that's something else that you can look for but you know be careful who your accountability partners are because you want somebody who also isn't going to be judgmental or, or overly critical either 
you want somebody who maybe is working on similar goals that you're working on and that you're working together and holding each other accountable for that. But uh, the most important thing is to reframe any negative thoughts you have as you're reviewing your goals for the year. Remember, this negative self-talk can be reframed in a more constructive and positive manner. We want to replace those thoughts of failure with insights on how to improve and move forward. If we use mistakes as learning opportunities, it is going to help us move towards our goal. These are the things I just want you to think about. I want you to be able to look at your year and maybe you haven't started yet. Maybe, um, you know, as we've been meeting together weekly, you're starting to think about what goals you want to set for next year. And, that, and that's fine too. Maybe you can still reflect on what's happened in the last year that has been something that you've been moving forward with. And, you know, it could just be listening to this podcast and thinking about how you think differently celebrate that if that's the step you took because there are thousands of you out there listening <laughs> I look at the data so I know people are listening even if it's just a pat on the back that hey I'm listening to this every week I'm reflecting on what Katie's saying and I'm thinking about how I can apply this to my own life celebrate that and then what is the next goal that you want to set I'm always excited at the end of a year, and I had a particularly successful year this year. I mean, I just think about, we are, what, 42 podcasts in now. For me, that was a huge accomplishment, and I celebrate that. And I've had um, accomplishments in my career. I've had accomplishments um, and celebrations in my personal life. There are many things that I have to celebrate in 2023, and I'm so excited to celebrate them and write those things down at the end of the year and say, here's where I am. And I'm so glad that I do that every year because part of my process was to look back at the end of last year and look at my assessment at last year and say, okay, here's where I was last year. Here are the changes that I made this year that led me to the success and where I'm at at the end of this year. So lots and lots to celebrate, recognize, think about. Now, does that mean every goal that I set for this year I achieved? Absolutely not. I can, I can you know, tell you with, with confidence, I did not achieve every goal I wanted to this year. But did I make progress towards those goals? I absolutely did. And those are the things that I'm going to celebrate. And think about now where I am right now, what do I want to do for the next year? And that's what we'll talk about next week. Next week, we'll talk about how we're ready for the next year and how we set those goals. This week, I just want you to reflect on how this year went. Be good to yourself. Celebrate your accomplishments. Treat any uh, places where you didn't meet what you wanted to do as opportunities to learn. I hope you have an amazing week. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Don't forget to check out my website, www.thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. Email me, Katie, that's K-A-T-I-E, at thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. Take care and have a joyous week. Talk to you soon.